Indeed, the Lord has informed us of this just for our heads. Father God, we thank you once again for who you are and for what you have done for us. Thank you, Lord, because you are a faithful God. You are an awesome God. You are a mighty God. And Lord, we just pray that as we take this time to share the word, that Lord God, you will speak through me. You will visit each and every one of us. And you will cause us to have a testimony in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, your God, that your name will be exalted in everything. All of you, Lord, and all of me, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. I um, believe Stratum is in love spirit, because I just thank God for most of the song she sang today. But indeed, um, the Lord does have the final say. The Lord does have the final say. And um, he will turn things around for us. So um, can we open to... Matthew 20, and today is just really an encouragement as we go towards the end of the year. How many of us are still waiting on God for something? Are we still, are we still trusting the Lord for him to show up in the circumstances? Are we still believing that it will come to pass? And I'm here to declare to you that it will. The Lord will turn things around for us before the end of the year in the name of Jesus. The Bible tells us that the steadfast love of the Lord, it never ceases. His mercies, they never come to an end. They are new every morning and great is his faithfulness. The Bible, when I read, I, I just focused on that word before we go to Matthew. And when I looked up the word steadfast, it means the, the Bible translation, the, the dictionary says, it means resolute, dutifully firm, and unwavering. When you look at, there's a biblical um, definition, and it says immovable. So it's telling us that the immovable love of God, it never ceases. His mercies, they never come to an end. And I believe that because they never come to an end, whatever we are seeking God for, trusting God for, indeed, we, you know, he will, he will meet us. There will be a turnaround in our lives in the name of Jesus. Can we open to Matthew 20? And I'm going to read from verse 1 to 16. The parable of the workers in the vineyard. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, you also go to the vineyard and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. Again, he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing idle and said to them, why have you been standing here idle all day? They said to him, because no one hired us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard and whatever is your is right, you will receive. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning with the last to the first. And when those came who were hired about the 11th hour, 
they received a denarius. But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more, and they likewise received a denarius. And when they had received it, they complained against the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I'm doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give to this last man the same as to you. It is not lawful. It is not lawful for me to do what I wish with my. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things, or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be the first, and the first will be the and the first last. For many are called, but few are chosen. I pray that we will appear amongst the few that are chosen in the name of Jesus. Mm. This story, you know, when I when I heard about it, I've been listening to it all week. It just reminded me of God's faithfulness, you know, of God's lo love. It's about the man, you know, this person is hiring somebody. He's going out. He went out in the morning. Some people started at 9 o'clock. Some people started at 3 o'clock. Some people started at 12 noon. You know, and some people started at three o'clock. And if you notice, there was a pattern. There was a pattern of every. It was going out every three three hours. But toward the end, this is how God shows up. Towards the end, God just showed up. The pattern changed. You know, like I mean, ideally, from this pattern, you should have gone out at six p.m. Right when the day ends, if he was going to go out again, because he was going out every three three hours. But he decided to go out at five p.m. And the end of the day, the day shift ends at six. Now I'm sure when he's going out, people will be looking at him that where is he going again? Work has almost finished. They're probably rounding up, cleaning whatever their instruments, and you know it's 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 time to pack up and be ready. You know when you're um, for those of us that have done shift work, um, I remember years ago I used to work in a pizza hut. So as your shift is coming to an end, you begin to your energy slows down. You begin to clean the salad bar. You just be cleaning, looking for things to do so that time will go. So you start cleaning up so that by the end of your shift, you're out the door. So we start sweeping the floor, mopping the floor, you know, folding the tables. Some of the tables will even pack them up. You know, you go into restaurants towards the end, and half the tables are like the chairs are on the table. So we start doing that like 30 minutes to an hour towards the end of the shift, you know. I thank God, that's a memory for me, but God brings us from somewhere, you know, and I know I had lessons, I learned lessons from that, but yes, and so I, I asked myself, why did God go, why did the landowner go out at five o'clock? Because really there was, I mean, whatever, what work could they do that had that within that one hour that the others had not been doing? But you know, it just goes to show that God is God will favor whom he wants to favor. God will choose those he wants to choose. And God will bless those whom he wants to bless. And that is the grace and the mercy of God. That you know that he doesn't look at them. And when God went out and he spoke to these people, he said, what have you been doing here? It's not like those people were not there, you know? It's not like they were not, they were not present. Maybe they were there since nine o'clock, I don't know. Maybe their attitude was repulsive throughout. But I just believe that, you know, and, and one thing about those people, I just want you to take note that this is, and this is, this is how I believe it works with God. When God asks them, what have you been doing? 
They said nobody hired us. You know, it takes a great, it takes a great grace to be able to admit that you're unhirable, that there's nothing, more or less they were saying, they didn't find anything good in us to make us to be hired. But you know, they didn't realize that they were speaking to the King of Kings, and that's how it is. When God is asking, when, when, you never know who God will send your way. You know, you never know when things will turn around for you. So it's always good to be honest. These people did not give up. They stayed there to the end. So as we're going towards the end of the year, I know we're still waiting on God for things. And it might seem dim, it might seem far away. I don't know. I've been to a couple of interviews. I've not gotten those interviews. One of them, it even looked like a short banker for me. It seemed so ideal, but I didn't get it. But I'm not giving up. When I read this, I was encouraged that at the 11th hour, God is going to show up. He's going to show up for each and every one. When people think that it's never going to happen again, when people think that, ah, time has run out, let's just pack up and go, God will show up. And you know, the greatest thing of this story is that not only did God show up, they got a full day's wage. That's the mercy of God. That you will go to work at 5 o'clock. You and I cannot hire somebody that will work for only one hour. And you, Pastor Mike, will you hire somebody at 5 o'clock and pay them a full day's wage? But that is God. That is God that you will be hired at the last minute and somebody, and he will still give you the, your wage. And what else does God do? When people started complaining, he shuts them up. People will murmur about you. People will complain about you. So, brethren, I just want, it's just an encouragement. And I want us to pray as well. Be encouraged that God has your back. God will turn things around for you. So keep doing what you are doing. We've been encouraged to work in the church, you know. And your reward, for those that are diligently doing stuff in the church, I commend you all. But keep doing it. Don't look at somebody else that, me that I've come late and I just sit on the chair and I don't arrange chair or I don't pack chair. God will speak to me. You know, I have my I have my own way of being relevant. I have my own things to do. You keep doing what you're doing. I'm perfect, that's what you're doing. Right. You know, be relevant in what you're doing. You know, as I was sitting there today, I was watching. Have you noticed that in his new in his drumming has changed? It's a new level. I had to commend him two weeks ago that you have changed. And I, I, God sees my heart. I was so moved by the way he was drumming. I felt led to bless him, and God will give me something to bless him. Yeah. And that's how your gift makes room for you. Yeah. The boy was there, who, who, but I might, I bless your life, thank God for you. You started off with teaching him, but I'm sure the boy did extra, and he kept at it, he kept at it, he kept at it. Now, if there's a party or anything, do you think they will not hire a new Lord to come and drum? We want to have a concert, I remember the last time we had a concert, uh, was it Brother Femi? He didn't think he was good enough. And as I saw them, I thought to myself, Brother Femi should come back again and say the same thing. <laughs> you know, it will not be that way. So whatever you're good for, those that can sing, you know, sing with all your heart. Make yourself better. Make yourself relevant. For those that can count money, count it diligently. Don't wait to be called. We, we're being encouraged. You know, we're being, we're being asked to do to do things, to do everything. Honestly, whatever God has given you, whoever you are, I don't know how those people worked, but they must have worked in such a way that they still impressed the man, and he gave them a full day's work. 
God has placed things in your hands. You and I, let's not look to the left because God will shut you up. If you begin to compare yourself or envy, why, uh, why is uh, Sister uh, Taiwo always only doing food and not doing something else? But, and that's not your calling. God will shut you up. Because God, when those people started complaining, that, hey, but we have been here since... God, what did God tell them? That I can do whatever I... What did the landowner say? He said, I can do whatever I want to do with my money. It's none of your business, basically. You either take what I... Did I know I agree something with you? And that's another thing. When I read that, be specific about your prayer points. They made an agreement. They agreed on something. And that agreement came was fulfilled. So when you're praying as well, don't just throw prayers anyhow. Be specific about your what you want. Make an agreement with God that, Lord, this is what I want. This is what I'm seeking. And as you seek, as you seek God, God will reveal himself to you. And you'll begin to pray. If you are praying at me, I believe that God will bring you back to his word, into his word. So what am I saying here? Let's look at, um, you know, the Bible says that these people were, one thing we have to realize is that we need to be patient. We need to be patient. We need to be honest. Let's look at what Ecclesiastes 7 verse 8 says. And I, I just believe, I don't know something in me, I don't know who you are or, um, or what circumstances you are going through. Just key into verse 8. Just key into the word of God. You know, just key into it. Let your heart be pure. Let me give you a brief testimony. Last week, I've had so, much, so many expenses go out of my account that if I, by the time I was paid, I was more or less broke. Let me just, in fact, there was even no point to them paying. Well, I will let me not say that, but, but seriously, I, I, I was, I was, I was down, I was more than, I was seriously overthrown. And um, I remember when somebody set up a group that we should give Sister Jenny something, how much was towel? I couldn't even afford that. I had to say, I let me wake to pay day. So when I go here that day, I just, I, I was going to pay my tithe anyway. I don't care how overthrown I was. But I, I, I just prayed that time. I just prayed that, Lord, you know, because we can become religious in our acts. You might think that because I pay my tithe every month and eat. No, but God sees your heart. So I repented last week. I repented that, Lord, it's not about just ticking the box. I'm giving it to you as an act of worship. I'm giving it to you in obedience. God is faithful, honestly. I don't, ha I don't have a business. I'm not the business person. I'm not the one that can do anything, you know. But, and I do my nine to five job. And I, I feel like my mom and I ever lost the crap. <laughs> but you know, I am, I just do, that's me. That's who I am. I do, I, I bless God for the business owners and those that are entrepreneurs and I mean, but that's not who I am. Anyway, I, I know I repented then. I just said, Lord, I'm just giving you this money. I'm not even looking at what I, I'm just going to do what is right. And I'm going to give it to you as an act of worship and obedience. And I did that. Anyway, in August, they were doing this PPI thing. And I, I didn't, I, when my husband and I discussed it, he said, oh, no, 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 we wouldn't fall into the category. So I just forgot it. And then just at the last minute, I sent a letter. That was way back in August. And then I got letters back to say they don't owe me any money. And then I go home on Thursday. And I got this letter. The letter was more than three times the tithe I paid. 
And not only that, after I paid the tithes, my sister's mother-in-law passed away, and they're going to Nigeria, and I felt in my spirit that I had to go. And I was like, how can I afford another 800 pounds on top of, in fact, on top of my, my almost minus, I'm now going to, in fact, the bank will just call me and take the card for me. <laughs> and I was like, how am I going to do this? I can't, I can't afford this. But you know, when the, when the letter came back, not only was my ticket paid, not only was it, I, I, I got double portion. And this was something that I didn't even expect. And I believe that that's the God of the 11th hour. And he can do much more for us. Honestly, let's, let's just, and I, I, I want you to take two things away. Be honest with God. It's not about quoting scriptures, but God sees your heart. God sees your heart. If you are struggling, you know this word of God, there's a scripture, I think it's in James somewhere, that talks about, um, if you look, if you read the word of God, and you, um, let's, sorry, let's go to James 1, about the word of God should be a mirror for you. If you read the word of God, you look, and you haven't changed, and you are looking in the mirror, and you are still seeing yourself, but the word of God should be your mirror. So, you know, James 1, I think it's 23 or so. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. Go on. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he, he was. That means you read the word, it has no impact on you. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of this work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Let the word of God be your, let it be your, you know, when we read this word, it's not just to, I'm, I'm not, it's not just to claim promises. Let it be your mirror. Yet, when you read it, think about it. Have I slandered anybody today? Did I talk bad of anybody today? Uh, let, let, it, let it judge you. Let it look into you, into your heart. Because I don't know what those two laborers were, what those laborers were doing. Maybe in the last hour, they were, they were pouring out their hearts to God. Lord, I'm sorry for this. Lord, I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for being grumbling. Maybe I came here with a grumbling heart. Maybe I acted um, unfaithfully to my wife. And they stood up. And, and, because why would somebody go out when there's only one hour left? If not the grace of God and the mercy of God. But God sees the heart. And the Bible says that he will bless the pure in heart. So two things, honestly, never give up and let your heart be pure. You know, don't listen, don't, don't listen to the murmuring, don't listen to, um, to, to whatever, because you never know who is going to change yourself, who, is going, who God is going to use to change your circumstances. I'll give you another testimony. There was a girl, and this girl is not even a Christian. She's a Muslim. We worked together in the office, and I, at that time, I was the management accountant of her manager. And she was such a lovely girl. She was, I mean, if they say they could be born again Muslim, this girl was born again. She was really nice. Very, you know, diligent in what she was doing. Anyway, so I'm not doing the budget. And I saw scale. Our scale start for a, a support officer, maybe will start on about 20,000, which is like a scale five. Anyway, and I'm looking at it and I'm seeing, and then the caretakers, they're on like about 18,000, which is a scale three, but they have other benefits. 
So then I'm looking at his budget, I'm doing his salary budget, and I see scale one. I'm like, scale one, okay. Who is, does that exist? And the man is like, oh, that's what I pay Shamima. I said, like, you can't pay her scale one. I said, I said and he's like, what's your problem? Is she complaining? I said, I'm complaining, on, seriously, and I'm not lying. I said, I'm complaining on her behalf. You cannot pay her scale. Nobody is paid. Ah, the minimum person that is paid in this place is a scale three. Wow. And her girl was, she was happily accepting. She didn't complain. She didn't have any issues with her scale one. In fact, she didn't even know. To today, I don't even think. I think towards the end, maybe he might. I don't know if she knows. But I think she knows, actually. She didn't know I was fighting on her behalf. And I was like, no, Jonathan, there is no way you will pay this girl a scale one. It's, it's actually, I, I said, if the union even has, you know, and I went into all these things, I said, okay, if you want to give her a pay rise, give her a pay rise. And that was how she got, she moved up to a scale five. And then now the girl is actually a manager in the place. She's now earning like about 40, 45,000. You know, so she moved up from scale three. So what I'm saying is that you continue doing what you're meant to be doing. Continue doing good. I know of someone as well who was diligently doing his work. And uh, when, he, when the person went for their review, they said, we're going to increase your salary. And he said, why? And they said, oh, because you're being paid. He, the person didn't know, just like this Chamima person, that, and they, and they told the person that, because you're, being, you're, you're not on the market level with everybody else. Therefore, we, in fact, that person has not, that person my husband. And he hasn't shared his testimony. I'm sharing it from him. <laughs> but that's it. That, that's God. Honestly, that's God. He didn't ask for a pay rise. He didn't beg them for more money. He was the HR person, just as I did for this Shamima. They did for him. You know, somebody will fight your battle. Somebody will have your back. Because God is watching over you. That's the God we serve. So let's not look at the time. One o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock. Even if, I believe that man would have gone out at 5.30 or 5.45 and still employ those people and turn their lives around. So don't give up, honestly. The year might, it might look like, okay, that house we want to buy seems too far away. It might just seem, when God is going to turn the captivity around, it will be like we had a dream. When he came home and he told me a couple of months ago that they're going to increase his salary, I said, what did you do? He said, the HR lady just decided that he's not being paid at this, the market rates. And that can only be God. Just as I did it for, Shawuma didn't know I was fighting. In fact, Jonathan and I, we had to, and to show you how serious it was, you use your base budget as the next budget, and then it's just inflated slightly. We actually had to put in a bid to increase this girl's salary. And she didn't know anything about it. So if God can reward, if God can, if, if, if things can turn around for Shamima, who does not know God, how much more you and I? How much more you and I? So I'm just here to encourage you tonight and uh, today that look, don't give up, honestly. Let your hearts be pure in every, whether you've been applying, you've been applying, you've been, I've been applying for jobs, I'm going to be honest with you, so you use it as a prayer point, and I've not been getting it. But you know, when I read this, I know when God is going to turn it around, <laughs> when you go, you, you, you will not get the testimony. Because even though I didn't get a new job, maybe I was thinking the new job would provide money. I just sent in a letter, I didn't even work for the money, the money has now come. 
and things have turned around. But it cannot just, it's not just me. It, many more testimonies are happening out there. And God is doing much more for it. So whatever you're trusting God for, have you put in an application for something that it seems delayed? Your 11th hour is coming up, honestly. Trust God, believe God. Just have that faith that that spirit of stagnancy, that spirit of idleness is being broken. Amen. You know, and even as you're in church, another thing the Holy Spirit spoke to me yesterday that don't be idle. Don't be idle. You don't have to wait for the 11th hour. Your testimony can come in at, at the ninth hour, at the third hour, at the sixth hour. Don't be idle. Don't be idle with the things of God. Don't take God for granted. Honestly, enough of this cajoling. God really wants to bless you. I think, you know, I don't know, for me yesterday, God just opened my eyes that how much he really wants to bless me. How much there, there is so, everything around us is God. Everything, everything we see is the love of God. But there's, there's much more to what we're seeing. And there's, uh, there's, there's more to which we can gain from what we're seeing. And it's all about God. All you need to do is just be faithful, be patient, be truthful, be pure, open your heart. Open your heart. The Bible says that the Lord will bless a pure heart. The Lord, the Lord is righteous to a, the Lord is faithful. The good heart of the Lord is faithful to a pure heart. Let your heart be pure. What does the Bible say in Matthew? Is in Matthew 8? Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Do you think we will see God and still be like this? Or if God, if God is, if we are physically seeing God in every situation, that means you will see God in everything. You will see God in your health. You will see God in your finances. You will see God in your education. You will see God in your children. You will see God in your work, in your car, everything you have. You will see God if your heart is pure. So let's, let's, you know, let's not look at, let's not compare ourselves to one another. Let Jesus Christ be your best friend, honestly. Let the Holy Spirit be your best friend. Let him, let him be the one that you turn to. I'm not saying don't have friends, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't have relationships with people. But let, let Jesus be that person that leads and guides you. And trust God that if God can, there's a reason this parable was in the Bible. And it's to tell you that you can do it over and over again. It's not just a one-off. God is doing it. He's doing it for the He's doing it for the unbelievers. How much more you and I? You know? So I want us to just take a few prayers. I want us to pray. That first of all, let's just repent. Let's repent of every murmuring. Our pastor told us this morning we should not grumble, we should not complain. We should not gossip about one another. We should not we should not let sin take over our lives, oh God. Father Lord, we repent of every negative behavior right now. We repent of every bad thought. We repent of every negative attitude. Every attitude that has that has caused you to look away from me. The Bible says that you you can you 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 wish above all that we may have a good life. But the Bible also tells us that you cannot stand sin. No matter how tiny we think it is, a slight blemish, you have to look away. That's why when Jesus was on the cross, you had to look away because of the sin. So if you cannot stand your own son that you know did not sin or took on our sins, how much more us? So Father, this morning we repent. We repent of every sin, 
of every slander, of every gossip, of every idle word, of every wrong thought, of every act of unbelief, of every act of grumbling, of every murmuring, of every spirit of envy, of every spirit of, 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 of wickedness in us, oh God. And I'm not saying that you have to kill somebody, but the heart of man is desperately wicked. You might be envying someone, and I'm, I'm not pointing at anybody, but you know your heart. Let the Holy Spirit shine the light into your heart. And we pray this morning that, Lord, as we confess, that, Lord, our lives will change. That, Father God, we will begin to obey your word. We say, Lord, we will let the word of God be our mirror. We will let the God of, word of God transform us. That as we, we're not just going to be hearers of this word. But Lord, we're going to become doers of this word in the name of Jesus. That every word you say to us will be a mirror unto us. We will go back and check ourselves against your word so that we will fulfill it in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible also tells us, let's, um, let's open to Psalm 119, verse 33. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it to the end. I want us to pray that even as we're, we're trapped, we're, we're, sub we're submitting ourselves fully into God's hands, that Lord, as you teach us, we will, we, will, we will take the way of your statutes, we shall keep it to the end. It's not a yo-yo, it's not a yo-yo attitude. We're going to stick to your statutes. Lord, teach us, okay? today, Lord. We surrender our heart, open our hearts, O oh God, that you may teach us, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And that, Lord, we will keep it to the very end. We will not move from it. We will hold it in our hearts, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. In verse 7, it says, turn my eyes away from looking at worthless things, those things that are dragging me down, Father. Lord, I pray today that you will turn my eyes away. My focus will be Jesus. Lord, I pray today that my focus will be Jesus. Any worthless, worthless thing that is causing me to be distracted, that is causing me not to have faith. Father, today I pray in the name of Jesus, you would cause me not to see them. You would turn my eyes away from it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Open my eyes, O oh God, that I may see your beauty, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. And now let's just begin to pray that Lord God, Father Lord, as we, we surrender ourselves to you, those things that look like, that seem far away in the distance. As a church, Father Lord, we agree together that Lord, our 11th hour miracle will come to pass before the end of this year in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, oh God, Father Lord, in agreement with my brethren, that Lord, those things that we are waiting on you for, Lord, it's possible. And the Bible tells us that with you, all things are possible. That form that is being held up, Father God, I pray for a release right now in the name of Jesus. That job that seems far away, Father God, you know, begin to see us as employable people. That Lord, they will seek us out. I pray, Lord, that the spirit of head hunting will come upon each and every one of us, and that will be head hunted, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Those finances that seem dire right now, that seem, Lord, it is not enough. God, you are the God of more than enough. So, Lord, I pray, turn our financial situations around, Lord, in the name of Jesus. That child that is giving you issues, 
that is causing you pain, that is causing you concern. Father God, I lift him up to you right now. I lift him or her up to you right now. And I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, turn their lives around. Move in their lives, oh God, in the name of Jesus. That sickness, oh God, that has been holding you back, that long-term sickness, that long-term disease, that long-term issue in your life. Father, today, Lord, in the name of Jesus, as you showed up for those laborers at the 11th hour, Lord, I pray today in agreement that you will show up for us today in the name of Jesus. Enough is enough. Satan, we stand against you. We say we stand against you. We say we stand against you. We stand against you. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I have a father who is greater than the enemy. And therefore, I stand in the victory of the Lord. I stand in his glory. I stand in his righteousness. We stand in his faithfulness. We stand in his goodness. We stand in health. We stand in peace. We stand in prosperity. We stand in victory. In the name of Jesus, everything that has been written against us, that is causing a negative report in our lives, Father God, I pray you wipe it clean today. In the name of Jesus, Father, this November, Lord, we will have testimonies. As we go into December, we will have testimonies. Lord, you will not, disapp you will not be disappointed by the end of this year. You will turn things around for us, oh God. You will make a way for us, oh God. You will make room for us, oh God. Father, you told David that he should pursue and he overtook and he reclaimed everything. Father God, we are pursuing. Father, we are overtaking and we will reclaim everything back. Not one thing will be left back in the name of Jesus. We pursue in the name of Jesus. We overtake in the name of Jesus and we reclaim everything that the enemy has stolen from us in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you, O oh Lord. Thank you for the turnaround. Ah, thank you for a turnaround, O oh God. Thank you, Lord, because it's only you that can turn around things. And so, Father God, we believe you today. We trust you today. Lord, we hang on to you today. Lord, where we're struggling, I pray for strength, oh God. Where we're struggling, I pray for strength. We confess, Lord, if we're struggling, I pray for strength. Amen. That, Lord, help us not to struggle. Help us to believe you for whom you are and for what you want to do in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Concerning this church as well, Lord, there will be a turnaround, oh God, by the end of the year. Lord, we no longer see empty seats, Father, in Jesus' name. We say, Lord God, as we lift up your name in this place, in spirit and in truth, that you will indeed draw men unto us, Lord, if in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because I believe in my heart that you are going to touch each and every one of us, oh God, before the end of this year, in Jesus' name. Father, we give you praise. We, are, we, we, we exalt you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We say thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.